0: You're listening to the What The Junk Podcast, Podcast with Megan Rage. I am wasting no time at all today because number one, Um, We just came off the three-day weekend, and today feels like the worst Monday. Brett is so hungover that I feel hungover, and I'm not even hungover. I just feel how bad his is, and it's affecting my life today. Not only that, but I'm trying to go to the dog park today. You already know my struggle from last week. Benny has just been acting... Um, he's not listening, and it's pretty much our fault. First of all, our dog trainer, we should have never a bunch of episode or episodes, a bunch of appointments got canceled, whether it was on his behalf or on ours. Um, he had a baby. I was starting the new job, things were just coming up, so we canceled a few of our appointments and now a ton of time has passed and we're having trouble linking our schedules. And like he doesn't text me back for days and days and days. And then I get back to him and it's just it's a hot mess. So Benny doesn't listen anymore. He then that's basically because we stopped giving him treats when we Are telling him to do things. So, and I know that we weren't supposed to do that, but it's just so hard because we are so busy. So, um, today I've been trying to work with him again with the treats. We just need to work with him because right now you say his and we also say his name too much. I know that we're not supposed to say his name a million times, and Brett is constantly Benny, 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 Benny. And so he doesn't listen because his name gets said every two seconds. So we just need to reel it in and work on things. But we need to take him to the dog park today. He needs to get the energy out. He did have a lot of energy. Energy, um exerted over the weekend because he had a friend over. But it's just not the same. He doesn't really like being out in the backyard. So it's not the same as going to the dog park. So I need to record this so that I could take him to the dog park and then get my life because today has sucked a big fat one. I was, you know, the progression of getting a new job. First, you're so excited and then you're like, okay, this is scary. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, this is so fun. And then you're like, okay, this is work. Never mind. I take back everything that I said. Can I please not work again? (laughs) No, I don't want that because I'm very thankful to have a job. But you know what I mean? Um. This episode, I'm getting too ahead of myself because I plan on touching on each of these topics that I've already started to ramble about, but I need to reel it in and go in the order that I've taken notes in to try to keep myself on track. Let me just preface this episode by saying it's going to be a good one. I'm going to be careful about a few facts that I give out just because I don't want to um, I wouldn't want this episode to get into the wrong hands. Let's put it that way, okay? I uh yeah, we'll just you'll you'll understand here in a little bit. Let me start by talking about my job a little bit. I am I learned from my dad how to talk to people on the phone and it ain't good. He is polite in some areas, but he's very aggressive and he's very demanding. And if there's trouble, he is the caller. And if anyone's ever worked in a call center, he is, you know, the types of people he is the I know this isn't your fault, but he's that guy. And I have turned into that girl and I am not pleasant when I'm on the phone. And really, the only time that I've ever I'm ever calling anyone is when there's an issue. Otherwise, why why would I need to call? And the, the people that get the feel the brunt of that is mostly Xfinity. I have never been yelled out for shit. That's not my fault more in, than I have in the past two weeks. So it really has made me want to be better when I'm on the phone. I'm going to really put that into practice. I have to display so much patience at my job. Like, you can't even catch a little flicker of an attitude. Otherwise it's bad I have to be so patient and so friendly so I'm hoping that I can adopt that in other areas of my life um, and kind of you know put that into practice in my everyday routines not just at home but also when I have to deal with other people because I get so impatient I'll hang up on people I'll be so rude and I recognize now that there's someone else on the other line you don't know what kind of day they're having or how that one call can affect their day because there have been people that have been affecting my day I really try to not let it get to me, but it's hard. So I'm going to be having a talk with myself and I'm also going to be having a talk with my dad. Be like, hey, anytime that you call someone, just imagine me on the other line, like trying to put on a brave face, but wanting to cry on the inside. Okay, dad, I'm seriously going to have that talk with him. Another thing that I have realized is women do everything. Like Women are always calling to conduct business. I'm calling on behalf of my husband. Oh, he's never called before. He's never paid the bills. He doesn't even know the account number. He doesn't even know the website. Like they, I mean, we really do do everything. Like they don't do a damn thing. What do they do? Someone please tell me, if you're a man, please recognize how much your wife or your girlfriend does for you because I'm telling you, I barely talk to any men. It's all women (laughs) trying to, and it's sometimes it's like, well, you're not on the account and the woman will be like, well, I've been paying this bill for 35 years. Okay, I understand that, but you're still not on the account. Having this job has just made me so aware of like just the different customer scenarios and just like, also, like I said, that women deal with everything and that men need to step it up. Oh my goodness. So I've been having trouble with my Apple watch. I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram. And these days when I post something on my Instagram story, it's either on my break or on my lunch. It's when I have a free second. And then I can't respond to messages like I normally do. Like I post it and then I'm going to be dealing with it at 8 p.m. because I don't have time to get on my phone throughout the day. Um, I, I really have to pay attention to my job and I can't like be sending texts and messages and some, and stuff like that. So I posted a message that my Apple Watch was not only not clocking my walks, but also dying midday. And then I came back to my phone and I had like 30 something messages from people saying, well, your heart rate has to, and I should have specified, your heart rate has to be above a certain amount for it to register a walk, yada, yada, yada. Here's the thing. Brett and I go on walks with Benny and I compare, compare our average heart rate and it's the same and it clocks him, but it doesn't clock me and even if it was a heart rate thing like my heart rate wasn't high enough for it to register as an exercise it still doesn't address the battery issue so so many people gave me feedback on what I should do contacting Apple support there's still a warranty I just need to pull the trigger and do it because I'm sick and tired of having to charge take my watch off and charge it midday like do you know how annoying that is especially because I just bought this watch in February but I just don't feel like I have time to deal with this right now like we also need to take our car in. That reminds me, I have a voicemail from the dealership that I got at eight something this morning that I haven't been able to one listen to or be called back. One or B. Perfect. Um, I just don't have time. So dealing with Apple, I already know I'm going to need to check myself, reel it in, be calm, cool, collected and pleasant. This will be my first test. Um, I just don't know when I'm going to make time to do that because I already know they're going to be like, we don't have any appointments. I don't have to freaking stand in a line at Arn Mall. That's why I just, ugh. I'm like, when's the next watch coming out? Maybe I'll just trade it in and get a new one because I don't want to deal with it. Um, if you also follow me on Instagram, not only did you see the Apple Watch saga, but you saw Benny's new bed. So Benny doesn't eat. And I know what some of you are going to say that we've created a monster, but he won't eat his kibble. And it's ridiculous. So I went to Pet Food Express last week just to talk to them about other options of things that I could mix in with his food, whether it be, you know, a different type of wet food or just what options they had. The girl there was super helpful. Um, she gave me a lot of good recommendations. I ended up getting this like r- human grade, like rice, veg thing that he really liked. And then I also got these beef patties that you defrost overnight and mix them with their food. Well, he liked it for about two days. Guess what? Doesn't like it anymore, so I'm actually probably going to return it because they said if he didn't like it, I could take it back. But when I was at Pet Food Express... They always have sale items outside and a couple times we've walked by and there's been some like killer cat trees on sale. And We're always like next time we get a cat tree, we need to come here. So it was the same thing. There was this big box outside and it was dog beds and they were only twenty nine bucks and they're nice, nice dog beds, good quality, like super comfy. So I wasn't going to grab one because before I went to the store, Brett was like, don't spend a lot of money, just get what we need because I always leave with something extra, which is why he normally likes to supervise any shopping trip so I go inside and I'm talking to the girl about the food and then I get all excited and you know we've been letting Benny sleep outside of his crate number one just because it's hot upstairs and number two just because I feel like it's time I don't always want him to sleep in the crate I want him to be able to like be comfortable and spread out or whatever so I was like this is it we are gonna I'm gonna get him that dog bed from outside so I I go and get it and one of the girls from Pet Food Express was like I'm so glad someone recognized how good of a deal that is she was like that bed's normally $70 she's like it's a nice bed. You're getting a steal of a deal, which just pumped me up even more about buying it. So I get home and I was like, Brent, I ended up getting Benny this dog bed. And so I set it in the kitchen while we're eating dinner. And Chuck immediately goes over to it and lays down, which I documented on my Instagram. And Benny was like, wait a second, what's happening here? So that night we go to bed. Chuck swats at Benny to get him off the bed and ends up getting in the dog bed and sleeping on it and slept on it for the entire night. And Benny slept on the floor next to him. Chuck has really found his balls when it comes to Benny. He's not scared of him. He still doesn't like being chased and will sometimes run from him, which just perpetuates the problem. But for the most part, Chuck is swatting at Benny, swats at his face, swats at his his legs. The thing is, um it doesn't phase benny so it's like chuck's found his balls but benny doesn't give a shit and also Chuck doesn't really dislike Benny anymore. He just dislikes getting his butthole sniffed, which is the problem with Benny. He sniffs everyone's butthole to the moon. And that's I don't really know what I mean by that. But I just mean it's it's excessive. Like he just, you know, he will not stop. And so Chuck will nudge his head against Benny, like to like rub his head. And Benny just goes straight for the butthole. And I know that's how like animals smell or whatever, but it's too much it's too much so anyways Chuck still slept on the bed for a couple nights and Benny slept on the floor and I don't really know what Chuck's game is here because now Chuck's not sleeping on the bed anymore at night but he has a bed on our bed and then a bed on the floor that he doesn't lay in and all of a sudden he's laying on the bed that's on the floor and Benny isn't laying in his bed he's laying on the floor so Chuck wants to sleep close to Benny but not too close He doesn't want to sleep in our bed anymore. It's just the funniest thing. I wish I could talk to Chuck and be like, hey, dude what's up like are you, do you like him do you not like him like what's happening here because I don't understand but whatever has happened as it's changed significantly in the past week as far as how Chuck acts with Benny and I love it I feel like in another month they could be cuddling maybe I'm getting ahead of myself I more so think that once Benny gets fixed which I need to schedule but I'm also dreading um maybe that'll reel him in I am dreading getting him fixed I don't know I just am overthinking everything like how are we going to get him in and out of the car because you know you have to be careful with the incision like are we going to have to buy a ramp and um, and he's going to be really hurting and that I feel like that's going to stress me out. So, um, yeah, I think maybe once we get him fixed, things will calm down and maybe him and Chuck will be full blown friends because I've heard that getting him fixed does take their personality and their hyperness down a little bit. I hope that it doesn't change his personality too much because some people have also said that, but I just want him to get away from Chuck's butthole so that we can all live in harmony in the house, you know? Um, going back to my job, I have to read numbers a lot and I, numbers and letters, I just have to read a lot of things and spell things out. And I honestly think that I'm dyslexic because I cross numbers all the time. Customers will be on the phone and be like, oh yeah, that was right. Except for you misch, like interchange two numbers. So one day it was so uncomfortable because I interchanged a bunch of numbers. And I was like, you know, I've been meaning to talk to my husband about that. I was like, I honestly feel like I'm dyslexic. And then as soon as I said that, I was like, why did you say that? They don't need to know that. You're oversharing. Reel it in. Like, why would I say that to a perfect stranger over the phone just to apologize and say, oh, yeah, that was my mistake. I meant to say. So I don't know. Can you get tested for that? Is there like an online test? It is bad. It happens multiple times a day. And then mix in me wearing my Invisalign and I'm a super lispy and saying all my numbers and letters backwards and I just am a hot mess and then I get flustered. So if anyone knows anything about dyslexia, please let me know because I honestly feel, I mean, it happens, I I wouldn't be joking about this first of all, but it happens so many times a day that there has to be something up. Like I'll be looking at the number and I'll think and I don't, I'm not, I don't even realize it right away. Like it's not like I say it wrong and then I'm like, oh, oh. And fix it. They have to tell me that I've done something wrong, and then I fix it. It's bad. Also, have you heard about the whole chuggy thing? It's a new word that everyone's saying, and I see all these TikToks about being chuggy. I don't really understand it, but I'm apparently I'm chuggy because a bunch of things that people say are chuggy, I do. Like your Apple Watch. Let's see what else is chuggy. I don't know. They've said a bunch of things are chuggy, and so now I just feel like I'm falling into the the age group of. Not knowing what's in and therefore I'm chuggy. Okay, I'm actually going to pull up the meaning on like urban dictionary. Chuggy. Let's see. The opposite of trendy, stylish and middle and high school, but no longer in style. Used when someone still follows these out of date trends. This may include but not be limited to fashion habits on social media, usage of slang, etc. Example, my friend told me to change out out of my favorite pair of Miss Me jeans because they were choogy. Okay, I don't know what Miss Me jeans are, but I am afraid that there might be some chuggy things that I do. So let me know if you see anything choogy because um, I would like to try to limit the amount of chuginess before I am full-blown looking like a 45-year-old when I'm only 34. Okay, thank you. So I'm just going to jump right into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is the weekend. Um, and so it... Oh my god! I I'm gonna have to block some people from my story when I post this episode because I don't I don't think that they'd listen, but I don't want to give them direct access to being able to listen. Um, and I feel guilty telling this story, so that's why I'm gonna be careful. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna di- I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna like make fun of someone openly. I'm just gonna tell you the facts, and then you can. Take from that what you will. Okay, so have you heard? Have you seen my Instagram stories with Brett and the soccer games? I don't really even understand what it is. Some sort of European Challenge Cup final, something, something. And England hasn't brought it home, the trophy, in like since the 50s. So it's like a big deal because they've made it really far. Brett went to go watch a game a couple weeks ago at Bon Lair with my sister in law's brother. And at Bon Lair, there was a bunch of English people there. So Brett made a bunch of friends. One especially that he's been texting for the past couple weeks. And when anyone meets Brett that's from England that lives in the area and they're single, they always ask if I have any single friends, which I don't have very many. I have one that Brett always offers up. So this was the question that was asked a few weeks ago when he met this guy. Brett offered up my one friend. Of course, he started following her on social media and whatnot. Let's just call her Samantha. okay? so Brett offered up my friend Samantha and, um, you know, Samantha started following him and kind of texted me and said, "Mm, I don't really think this guy's my type, but, you know, you never know in person. Personality could really carry things. I also started following him on social media, kind of scoped him out. Also, agreed that he might not be the, you know, 100% her type, but again, you never know. So, a couple weeks go by, and we all agree that we're going to go to this bar to watch the England game this past Saturday. So, my friend Amanda came into town on Friday. Order takeout, kind of hung out. And Brett was like, OK, tomorrow morning, we have to be at Bon Lair at 9 a.m. And I was like, OK, no problem. What time's the game? He was like, noon. I was like, yeah, we aren't going to sit there and watch another game before the big like we don't we don't care that much. We're coming to support you. So I will not be sitting there for five hours watching soccer. So Amanda and I are going to, you know, go get stuff for the holiday weekend. We'll drop you off and then we'll come back later. So that's exactly what we did. We dropped Brett and my sister-in-law's brother off. Off at the bar at like 9 a.m., and then her and I went to go run errands. First order of business was going to this place called Morgan Valley, Mill Morgan, Morgan's, this bomb coffee place on K Street, kind of near a dive bar. I've only been twice because I'm never in that area. The creamiest oat milk, like the best coffee, and I've heard really good things about their breakfast menu. They do like avocado toast and things like that, and it's super cute inside, huge. Every time I go, it's dead. So we find parking and it's a kind of a drive from Bon Lair to this place off K Street. You know, it's kind of over by the arena. Well, it's next to Dive Bar. So anyways, we park the car and we walk up. And what do you know? There's a big for lease sign in the in the window. It's closed down. I'm like so freaking bummed. So I turn around. We turn around and we start walking back to the car. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to chase coffee. I don't want to chase, you know, a nice coffee around town. Let's just go to Starbucks because I don't want to go somewhere else, find parking, wait in a long line. I'm like, we don't have time to waste. So we're walking back to the car. There is no one on K Street. It is so dead down there at that time of day. And we see this like super tall guy with his wife and a baby. I mean, I say wife because I end up knowing who it is. It's a guy, a woman, and their baby walking towards us. And so I'm like, that's weird. It just doesn't seem, it seems out of place at that early in the morning. Like, what were they doing down there? Is there another coffee shop that I need to know about? So we get a little closer to them and I realize that I know who it is. So right before I met Brett, I was dating this guy and I use the term dating very loosely. We had gone out on a few dates. I really liked him. Um, I guess I came on a little bit too strong. Appa- that's what he said. At least said I was clingy. I did not come on strong at all. Just tried to hang out. Um, there was one day in particular where I acted super interested in the NFL combine, um, made manmosas and like some food, watched it at my place. And then he said he was going to call me later to go out and then he never did did and so I hit him up to find out what the plan was and he never texted me back and then apparently I was clingy and so it was like a whole thing so I'm telling Amanda this whole story I'm like oh my god that's so awkward so th- this guy that we passed on the street was his like really good friend if not best friend so I'm telling Amanda this whole story I'm like yeah the whole thing was super awkward when it ended because I had mutual friends with him. Like these are my really good friends. And they invited me to Easter at their house one year or not at their house. They were having an Easter party at a park. And so I went to the Easter party and I showed up and he was there with his ex-girlfriend and It was, I ended up getting drunk and saying, being weird. Anyways, it it just did not end good. He blocked me on social media. And after this, the very last post on my blog that no longer exists was about this guy and how I was done with guys. I was not going to date anyone. I was about to go to Vegas for my 30th birthday. And I was like, fuck guys, I'm not going to meet any guys. I'm not going to talk to any guys. I'm not interested in dating. Like, I'm so over it. I just want to hang out with my friends. Like, guys are so weird. I'm clinging. I didn't even fucking do anything, dude. You know? So... I was over it. I go to Vegas and then I end up meeting Brett. That's Isn't that always how it happens? So anyways, um, haven't seen this guy since since to, since April of 2017. Have not talked to him. Have not thought about him. Like I said, the term dating used very loosely. We went and saw a couple movies, hung out a couple times, like nothing crazy. So um, the fact that we see this guy walking down the street, I'm like, God, that's so awkward. And of course, I'm wearing biker shorts. My hair is in a b- wet bun. I'm wearing my gray <laughs> express shirt that I wear all the time and so I just forget about it and we go to Rayleigh's we get what we need to get we go to Starbucks my coffee was fucking terrible um, and then we come home and we get ready to go meet Brett at the bar my friend Samantha's gonna meet us there so it's me Amanda my friend Samantha so we get to Lair. we get ready we walk in And it is packed, like so, so busy. And if you've ever been there before, if you've never been there before, I guess I should say it's very dark inside. So we were coming from the sunny outdoors into a dark bar. So when I walked in, I couldn't really see anything, but we were, there was not a lot of girls there. So of course everyone starts going, "Ah, ah, ah, ah," Brett included. And so I kind of make eye contact with Brett and we're trying to push through the crowd And someone grabs me and is like, hey, Megan, good to see you. And so I hug them and I get a look at him. And I think it's this guy, Ryan, that I know. I don't even know how I know him, but I know him. One of my friends went out on a couple dates with him. And I always seem to run into this guy out. And I was like, oh, what are are the odds? I run into this guy again. And it's been a while, though. And so I, um, you know, say, oh, it's good to see you. And he was like, yeah, you know, just watching the game, supporting England. And I was like, yeah, me too. And so I push past him and I get to the bar and. Brett and my brother in law had saved us seats. So we sit down and we order a couple beers. And as I'm getting acclimated to just being hot because it's suffocating in there because it is shoulder to shoulder, I take a look around and I look at this guy that hugged me on the way in. And I'm like, oh, that's not Ryan. I was like, why does that guy look so familiar? Who is that? Think, think, think. It is the guy that said that I was. Clingy. The guy that I just ran into his friend. The guy that I was went out on the few dates with that I literally just told you about. It is that guy, and I did not realize it was that guy because number one, he was super friendly when I walked in, so I wasn't. I mean, this guy blocked me, said I was like it was just so weird. So why would he hug me and say hi? You know, like last time I saw him on that Easter day, he avoided me all day so now you're hugging me and saying hi so fucking weird I did not realize who it was and so I automatically realized and then I get awkward like everything that just happened was so awkward because I I mean thank god I didn't realize that's who it was because I would have been so awkward when he went to hug me but anyways he's like engaged now or something I don't know I don't keep I'm blocked I don't keep up with his life I just know I still have mutual friends with him so I think I've seen some posts here and there anyways I he wasn't saying hi in that. He was just saying hi, which was just shocking to me. So I start to realize who he is. And I'm like, oh, my God, Amanda. She's like, what are the odds that we just ran into that other guy earlier? I'm like, I know. So it gets better. The guy, the friend that Brett made a couple weeks ago, he is friends with that group of guys and came with them. The plot thickens right into the thick of it. So um, I meet him. He is just a tiny guy, real skinny, um, looks pretty hammered already. And he asks where um, my friend is. He calls her by the wrong name, though. And I'm like, okay, she's she's coming. So Samantha meets up with us and she sits down at the bar and. He buys her a drink or whatever, but she's mainly talking to us. I mean, she didn't come there to meet him. She already knew she wasn't going to be interested. You know, she came there to meet us and he just happened to be there. So um, we're sitting down, we're talking. We're actually having a good time at the game because like the atmosphere is just it's electric. Um, It was England playing the Ukraine. There was like 10 people from the Ukraine there and everyone else was supporting England and they were like chanting. And even Amanda, who doesn't like big crowds like that, she was nervous about going, but she was like, I had a lot of fun. So it was a great time. Everything was great. And then my friend Samantha was like, oh, I'm going to invite my other friend who's a guy. She was like, he lives right around here. He's just going to come meet up with us. And so she ordered him a drink or whatever. Great. Grand. Wonderful. England wins the game. Everything was wonderful. Um, We go sit down after people start to clear out at a different table that has more space. So I'm sitting down talking to Amanda and then my friend Samantha is talking to Brett's little new friend and then the guy that she invited. And so um, actually, no, she's just talking to the guy that she invited. And Brett's new friend walks up and says, get the fuck out of here to Samantha's friend that she invited shoves him and this guy was doing nothing Samantha's friend was doing nothing was not expecting it so this 105 pound guy that's Brett's friend shoves this guy that's a lot bigger than him um just like you know fit rides bicycles things like that shoves him so hard that like some of his like he loses his footing because he's not expecting it and I am immediately so uncomfortable that I turn to Amanda and I'm like, talk, quit, talk to me about something, make it look important. And I'm like, I can't. And so I'm like, oh my God, you won't even, you didn't, did you see that? She didn't see it. I'm like, he just pushed Samantha's friend so fucking hard. I was like, he like fell back, not all the way to the ground, but his beer spilled everywhere. Oh my God. So luckily my friend, Samantha diffused the situation. I don't know how, cause I wasn't paying attention, but she ends up sitting down with her guy friend and then Brett's new drunk friend walks off and does God knows what so we stay for like about another hour or so and then I come in to get Brett and my brother-in-law to give them a ride home and some random English guy convinces me to let them stay he says this is their day tomorrow's your day I was like why what's tomorrow he's like the 4th of July I'm like oh right and he's like today is our day and I'm like okay whatever so I left them there Amanda Cody and I went back to my place we got in the hot tub we swam we ate Dairy Queen we (laughs) ate chips and hummus like we did the whole girl thing later on I went picked Brett up and brought him home so the next day I tell Brett what happened with his new little friend Brett had no idea and he's like no way so here's the thing Brett's little friend was supposed to come over for the fourth of July like Brett had invited him the previous week because he didn't have anything to do So I'm like, he can't come. I was like, he can't be acting like that. It was just going to be family over here. My brother, his wife, her sister, um, her sister's brand new baby, like newborn, her sister's husband, like, you know, family. And then my friend Samantha and then my friend Amanda, who was obviously staying with us, like it was just going to be our little group over here. So I told Brett, I'm like, just don't uninvite him, but just don't text him. If he doesn't text you, then it's all good. Well, he didn't text him for a while. And then he ended up texting. And then Brett kind of, I think, I don't I don't know what the conversation was, but Brett had said that he wasn't coming. So I was like, OK, crisis averted. Like, I just can't deal with that today. I just want to have a nice, chill day with family by the pool. I want to enjoy myself. So an hour passes and Brett's like, OK, never mind. He is coming. And I was like, well, you better have a talk with him. And you better tell him that he has to act right when he's here because I will kick him out. And Brett is not conference so Brett did not tell him that he's too friendly he didn't tell him anything I imagine because um, he showed up and I believe he was already drunk um, and he brought a 12 pack of Bud Lights with him and I just take the approach of it's not my problem when he gets here right I'm not going to deal with it it is not my problem well at one point he does come up into the pool and he is I don't know what he's saying. I don't think he knows what he's saying. None of it is making sense. And so I kind of swim off with my sister-in-law's sister and we have a conversation for a while. And I'm very um, involved and I'm very present in the conversation that we're having. But every time I do look around, the friend is doing something weird either hanging out by himself or just talk very close talking to people that are here and so people are starting to ask me who this guy is and um saying that he's wasted so I go check his beer box he's had three beers so bad um so I don't I don't know if he was drinking before or what the deal was but everyone was basically uncomfortable my friend Samantha was uncomfortable because he kept like touching her leg my friend Amanda was not having it like everyone was just kind of over it and so Brett ends up telling him what happened the day before which he clearly doesn't remember so the guy that he pushed has the same name as my brother and somehow this guy remembers my brother's name from meeting him this the same day and so he goes up to my brother and starts apologizing to him profusely. So my brother pulls me and he's like, he came up to me and started apologizing. And I have no idea why he's like apologizing profusely. We later put together that it's because he has the same name as the guy that he pushed yes the day before. So he thought my brother was that guy. Oh my God, it's such a mess. So anyways... We're all inside, or not all of us, but some of us, we're trying to come up with a game plan of how we can get him out. We're telling Brett he has to do it because he's the one that invited him, but Brett is like, I feel too uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it. And so my sister-in-law's sister is um, very direct, and she does not have any problem being direct with anyone. So she was just like, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll go out there and tell him that he has to leave. So we're all kind of discussing this, just like the group that's in the kitchen. So I go upstairs to go to the bathroom, and when I come downstairs – Everyone is in the kitchen and they're like hiding. And I'm like, what's happening? And they're like, your sister-in-law just went out there to tell him that he has to leave. So we're all inside hiding because it's awkward. Not kidding. Everyone is in the kitchen like hiding behind something and she's outside telling him that it's time to leave so she comes back outside comes back inside and says okay it's done 17 minutes is when his uber's coming and all of us instantly even though it was time all of us feel instantly guilty because it's awkward I mean we feel bad but then at the same time who comes to a family barbecue either already fucked up or if they know three beers fucks them up gets that fucked up and then just acts like a weird beard you know what I mean like I just can't handle it so he comes inside when everyone's standing inside and gets his keys and wallet off of the counter and no one says anything and then he just goes back outside And then he eventually leaves and Brett has not talked to him since I mean he checked in with him to make sure that he got home okay but then that was it and I'm like that's the end of that I actually talked to someone that mutually knew him and said that this is kind of a pattern so I'm like this is not going to be a thing we tried it out we tested the waters the waters were um, cold we will not be getting back into the waters okay we we tried it we can we came we saw we did not conquer we left it there we will not be reapproaching at any point in our lives so it was just so freaking awkward I don't think that there's a chance in hell that he's going to listen to this because I don't think he follows my podcast page I don't think he knows that I have a podcast oh at one point Brett comes up brings him up to me before he left and was like you need to apologize to my wife and he is looking at me dead in the face he says who's your wife which one's your wife Oh, my Lanta. I just cannot deal with it. I feel bad right now. Brett is in the other room and I wonder if he can hear me talking about this. Part of me feels like he would have come in here and told me to stop because I have a feeling he's not going to be happy that I talked about this. But it's just the craziest chain of events that happened this weekend. And after he left, everyone felt like we all felt bad. We talked about it for like 20 minutes, but we also felt like a huge sigh of relief because he was just bouncing around to different people saying a bunch of weird ass shit like, bye, dude. I cannot. This is supposed, this is supposed to be my day. It's turning into your day. Oh, oh my goodness, just so freaking awkward. Um, my sister in law's sister is the real MVP for just saying, "Hey, I think you, she." This is what she's. I was like, "What did you say to him?" She's like, "Hey, I think you had a little too much to drink. I think it's probably time that you go home." And then that was. I, th- I guess he took it well. The thing is, he probably doesn't even remember what happened. So now we have all the rest of us. We should have at least sent him home with his Bud Lights. I feel bad. I mean, he barely drank any. If he can only handle three, that would have lasted him for like the rest of the month for crying out loud. OK, so let's move on to reality TV. I feel awkward. Just re. I, I, I'm going to feel awkward posting this episode, knowing what's in it and knowing that people in it are going to feel awkward probably when they listen. I hope that the story was smooth enough. If I could use real names, it would have been, but I just would have felt too bad using real names. And obviously this kid knows people in my life. He knows at least five people that I know. So I'm not trying to let this episode get back to him because then I would feel real bad. Like I said I'm not trying to make fun of him it just was such an awkward situation so Brett and I started watching This as Pop on Netflix. I think I touched about the, or touched on this last episode it is so good. If you haven't watched it yet you have to watch it. It's basically the history of music. So the first episode is about boys to men and how they essentially started like the, the boy band craze with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys there's an episode about Sweden. You do not even understand how many hits have come out of Sweden. There's an episode about Britpop which Brett obviously loved because it was about Oasis and also blur it's just so interesting I definitely recommend if you're looking for something to watch right now that you give that a whirl Um, also too hot to handle season two we finished it it was good like I said the characters grew on me but now I started following them on social media or at least I was following them that lasted about two days Um, Reality TV celebrities that then get famous online are so annoying on Instagram and it it does die down a little bit eventually, but just with the polls and the professional pictures and the thirst traps and the licking of the lips and just thinking that they're the hottest things on earth, like it is just so much. I had to, my favorite guy was, um, what was his name? Ooh, 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 ooh. The guy. Oh, that ended up. Oh, man. Why can't I? Th- I unfollowed him already, so I can't even think of it. Um, anyways, my favorite guy was the guy that was always putting a pillow over his waist with crack, which cracked me up because I noticed it. He was in no meat, no way, shape or form like a bigger guy, but he just didn't have abs. So every time he sat down, he put a pillow over his body, which just made me like him. But then I, so that's why I followed him. And then I follow him on social media for a couple days. And I'm like, you are the most annoying person on the face of the planet. Give them a little taste of, I mean, I feel like these, people come off reality shows and then all they do is sit in front of their phone on social media probably because their dms are hot so many girls messaging them but holy shit it's annoying speaking of reality tv shows that are very similar to too hot to handle i'm so excited um one of my listeners veronica she let me know that tomorrow wednesday which is today for you if you're listening on wednesday the new love island usa starts and so that gives us something to watch every night So I can't wait. I'm so excited. Love Island is like my favorite show next to The Bachelor, Bachelorette, which this episode from this week was a lot. Um, I am sick of Aaron giving us a villain every episode. It's super annoying. And Aaron already – Excuse me, Aaron already annoys me as it is. Um, I do not like Hunter and I haven't liked him from day one. Like he's just a hard no for me. Everything about him, he looks like a frog. Um, And I don't mean to pick apart his looks, but he does look like a frog. He's just annoying and his confidence kills me. And I hate his tattoo and I hate his little cut off shirts. And I hate that. I feel like he tries to capitalize on his kids. Like I feel like he uses he's one of those guys that uses being a dad as like a pickup line. And I don't like it. Um, And also... I just don't like his energy at all. I feel like he's too aggressive. I feel like he's overly confident, and I can't wait for him to go home. So last night's episode was entertaining in the fact that all the guys teamed up on him, and I noticed – I felt really bad. I noticed that he was doing a, a sniffle in, a lot in the episode, and I was like, someone needs to get this guy some flonies. I tweeted that. Someone was like, if you watched his Instagram story, he admitted to everyone tonight that he has Tourette's. So I obviously instantly deleted the tweet. I'm not trying to make – some. I thought he was just have I sniffle a lot too. I thought he was just doing – but I don't do – I don't do it that way. Oh, I'm going to choke. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, my God. I don't do it the way, you know, I can't even do it because I don't have snot in my nose. But I'm just like a I'm constantly doing a little sniffly. Um, but he was doing it very aggressively. And so I thought it was like a Flonase thing. So I was just trying to get it, trying to get a viral tweet. None of my tweets ever take off. And someone's like, he has Tourette's. So I deleted it. My bad. I'm not trying to make fun of someone that has Tourette's at all. Didn't know that. He, um also didn't know because I didn't follow him on social media and I went to his page just to confirm that someone wasn't trying to troll me and he did say just to address like the sniffling that you're hearing on tonight's episode I do have a mild case of Tourette's which causes that tick okay tweet deleted we're moving on I woke up this morning almost scared that like someone screenshotted it and was blasting me even Katie ended up tweeting about it like you don't know what anyone has going on in their lives so before you tweet making fun of someone blah 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 he has Tourette's I really felt bad about that but I still hate him and I still don't want him to leave. My favorites right now are obviously Greg, obviously Michael obviously Justin and I did like the other guy that got the one-on-one date I feel like his name's Andrew S those are my those are my four I don't think that Andrew S is meant for her he's the guy that does the fake English accents which I do hate but I do like his personality and it did grow on me a little bit last night and I also love the mid-season preview because it seems like Justin is going to be growing on Katie it seems like there's a lot of drama they always make it seem like that but it really seems like shit's about to go down in this season with Katie and I'm really excited about it don't really have much else to say about last night's episode Because it was really focused on Hunter and then um, Greg and Michael. Michael finally telling the group that his wife had passed away, which made me, again, super emotional. And I loved how emotional Greg got about it. Um, It makes me, I know that I said that there were some sketchy things that came out about Greg and I was apprehensive about him. But now that I've caught his vibe, I don't really feel like he's a bad guy. I feel like, yeah, maybe he DMs some girls before the show. But what girl, what guy doesn't DM girls? You know, it happens all the time. I can't judge him for that. And I'm really hoping that he doesn't prove me wrong and that he ends up being a good guy. And I hope that Katie ends up with him. But something just tells me that that's not going to happen. And I'm also really worried based off the previews that Michael's going to end up going home. Ugh. I can't wait to find out. Anyways, guys, um, I'm trying to make it to the dog park. So uh, thanks again for listening. Follow me on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast. Please rate and review if you're listening on Apple. Be greatly appreciated. Five stars. Say something nice about me. Tell a friend. The best way to spread this podcast is through word of mouth. So if there's someone that's looking for a new podcast, drop, drop them my name. Slide it on over to him. You can find me on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, Um, MeganRage.com, they can listen to me, which, by the way, has not been fixed yet. Don't even know when I'm going to be able to tackle that. But, um, yeah, I just appreciate everyone being here with me and my fast talking episodes every Tuesday. You guys are the best. Don't forget to rate, review and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.